Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Journey Through Health and Wellness. My name is Jonna Reyes. I will be taking you on my personal journey and how I took back my life. Welcome to Journey to Health and Wellness. Today's episode is about reimagining food choices, what you're eating day to day. Our guest today is Jonna Reyes, who's going to talk about her journey for food choices. Hello, Jonna. Hello, Sally. So let's start. Growing up, did you eat the standard American diet at that point? I, I mean, no, I wouldn't say I ate the standard American diet. I would say I ate the poor man's diet, the, you know, grab and go, which can cereal for the most part. So lots and lots of grains, pork, because pork is very cheap, you know, beef, dried oodles and noodles. What else? Oh, the cinnamon toast bread, right? Where you just have the oh, cinnamon with the sugar. Oh, and the and it's toasted yeah lots of soups so beef stew because i had a big family there's six of us so we had chili a lot we had beef stew a lot yeah those those were those were my food choices as i was growing up the interesting part for me is currently when you look at the populations who live the longest, who tend to be the healthiest and the good quality of health, it's those who go back to what was called peasant food. The poor man's food, as you say it, heavy on the cheaper grains, beans, with little meat, fish, animal products. So let's let's go on about your story. Um, Well, I think, so my animal, we ate a lot of animal products growing up so majority of our food consisted of like the pork it it consisted of the beef it consisted of the you know the chicken we didn't have too much fish unless we actually went fishing for it ourselves so you know that was one thing my mom taught me how to do when I was younger was to fish and cook the fish uh, scale it but for the most part our meals were very heavy on meat because meat was meat was cheap back then, right? You could you could get a whole. We went to the butcher shop and we would buy practically whole animals to stuff our freezer with. So you know the bacon, anything that the animal could break apart. That's what we were eating. Um, not including all of the fats, the lard that we cooked in, the fried chicken, <laughs> right? And everything was. Nothing, right? Yes. So it was, yeah. Even though you have a large family and you did not escape the meat-centric plate, like most of the Western countries were doing, correct? Yeah, um, we definitely didn't escape that because it was cheaper to get to get meat from the butcher shop than yeah. to, you know, buy things individually at a store. So. Let's move on to how your diet has changed from childhood to adulthood. Well, it took different turns, right? So I didn't, the the diet that I'm currently on now, I didn't come about until 
um, a couple of years ago. But once once I got out of once I got out of my mom's house and actually moved in to my own place, things began to get even tougher, right? So my meals consisted of again cereal. <laughs> it, it didn't consist of too much meat. It consisted of cereal, rice, oodles and noodles, lots and lots and lots of oodles and noodles. You know, all of those, I wouldn't say staples because they weren't very wholesome, right? It was it was all of it was all of the empty calories because you could get them for 99 cents. <laughs> so that's, you know, when I when I moved out on my own at 17, you know, that's when when my diet changed the most dramatically because I I was microwaving everything. Everything was microwavable. And then when I when I was done microwaving and I got my job, me and my ex-fiance, we went out to eat everywhere, right? So it was, we don't have any, we have nothing but, you know, a little bit of bills, no kids, small apartment. So let's go out and eat. So we were fast fooding. <laughs> we were fast foodies. So it went from naturally cooked meat, naturally cooked food to fast food. Right. Yes. So how did you, what was the effect of that on feeling physically, mentally? Did you notice a difference? Oh, definitely. I was consistently sick all the time. I did not want to get out of bed. I mean, I've had, I can say, I can honestly say, you know, a lot of my diet had affected a couple of my pregnancies because I wasn't giving my pregnancies the nutrition that they needed, the children the nutrition that they needed. You know, I, I can I can definitely say my diet as well as, you know, the fact that I had no energy because I wasn't eating any fueling food, but I was working consistently. So, you know, my energy was low, but I was I was working consistently with no energy. So that again tore my body down. So yeah, I can I'll definitely say my diet had a big role in that. And at the time, were you recognizing that relationship between the food you were eating and physical manifestations or not? <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> okay. That's typical. I didn't know yeah, that. no. Um, <laughs> I loved my Taco Tuesdays, and I needed to go and have Taco Tuesdays to the point where now today I know that I'm allergic to beef. So back then, when I was eating beef, and I would have all of these stomach aches and you know twisting of my intestines and all of that with eating it, I still needed my Taco Tuesdays, right? right? <laughs> and I still continued to break my body down. So yeah, I didn't know. Mm -mm. Yeah, and, and I didn't care. Sense, how would you know? Because the information that we were you were receiving, I'm assume, is this is how we eat. This is all the advertisements, all the media, the industry was pushing for the fast food and the easy and convenient processed foods. Um, I can't say I was. I, I can't say that I was. Um influenced by the media because I didn't really watch TV much, right? Again, like um, my apartment, <laughs> coming through my apartment, I had a couch, I had a game system, a small TV to play that game system on. I had curtains, I had a pot, a pan, three plates, three cups, and a pack of silverware. 
that is what my house consisted of. I had a bed on the floor. <laughs> so I didn't have I didn't have the luxury to even watch TV to get enticed <laughs> by all of these lovely commercials and advertisements. All I really cared about is, you know, convenience, you know, leaving the house. I have to be at work early in the morning. I have a McDonald's right across the street from Monroeville Mall. Go in Monroeville Mall, get McDonald's for breakfast, go to work, stop at the food court at lunch, stop, get dinner at McDonald's for dinner. And then, you know, that was my meal, right? Yeah, it was just convenient. I had food around me and I was lazy <laughs> because I had no energy, so I didn't want to cook. <laughs> There's a vicious cycle there. It so is. So what, what, how, what, what, when did the change came? You said you, it's so different from what you're eating now. Yeah. So what happened? So, you know, after, after all of my different changes of environment, I'll say, and my self-esteem, right? Because when your body chemistry is off and your mentality is off, you will accept anything. That includes your diet. You'll accept anything. When you start to look at yourself and you see yourself as being important and your body being a temple. You know, one thing that I learned, you know, coming into a relationship with my husband is how precious I am, right? And so having that understanding that, you know, there's there are reasons why certain things aren't supposed to be in our body. You know, I'm, I'm very biblical, right? I'm, I'm Bible strong. And there are clean and unclean things that God tells us. And, you know, although, you know, I always say, although things are lawful, not all things are expedient, meaning not all things are good for you, right? You can do all things, but it doesn't mean all things are good for you. And so having that understanding that there were so many things that were not good for me that I was doing, including my food, I, I completely changed everything. I realized that my body is a temple. And because my body's a temple, I need to keep my temple clean. So it sounds like to me that two vital things happen in your life. One is you met your now husband. And two, it's that you sort of gain a clarity through the religion. Yes. That's one thing my husband did was he brought me, he brought me to Christ, right? He's like, you know. You don't know who you are because you don't know that you're a daughter of a king, right? You don't know how important you are because you don't realize that you're here for a purpose. And back then, I, I didn't think I was here for a reason. I didn't care. <laughs> Honestly, my story goes deep as to, you know, we'll, we'll touch on suicide and all of that in a later episode. But, um, you know, I didn't care. And so being able to meet my husband and my husband ushering me to, you know, Christ and seeing, you know, there's worth in who you are. That changed everything. It changed my mindset. It changed how I was able to see I was hurting myself with what I was eating. I was hurting myself in general. So yeah, so coming into my spirituality, coming in and, you know, realizing who who I am and who dwells within me. I have to take care of my body. And so that includes eating clean. That includes keeping myself nourished, hydrated, and keeping my body happy. Joyous. Yes. 
joyous. I like that. So when you say eating clean, what do you eat? How, what is your diet like? Right now I eat fish. I eat goats. I eat lamb. I eat deer. Lots of fruits, lots of vegetables. I am gluten-free. That was one thing I knew whenever, <laughs> when I was eating those tacos, those soft tacos, I knew I was gluten-free back then too. I knew I had celiac way back then. I just didn't care. <laughs> so yeah, I started going, you know, gluten-free. So yeah, that's pretty much the extent of my diet between, well, I can't really say gluten-free um, because I eat something called einkorn flour and it is a type of wheat. It is actually an ancient grain and it has wheat in it, but the gluten content is not as high as the gluten content in the commercial flour that we have. And I'm actually able to eat it. Wow. So what is the name of that flour again? Einkorn flour. Okay. I hear children in the background. Do you? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, this is good because this is leading to your family. Yes. And, and do they, of your children, eat the same what you eat and your husband eat? For the most part, if I'm cooking, yes. My husband does not eat the same thing that I eat. And sometimes my children will dibble and dabble in their dad's food. <laughs> I will say that. But we do not eat pork. We don't. And we don't eat any processed foods. And so not eating pork or processed foods, I'm going to let them make their own journey, right? I, I give them the information. Um, I let them know. I actually show them videos of how things are being made and what happens. And I let them make their own decision for right now because I have to make my own decision. So. Right. Right. How old are your children? Do you want to tell the listeners their ages? Yeah. So I have two 10-year-olds, a boy and a girl. I have a six-year-old. And I have a little boy who just turned five two days ago. And then I have a two-year-old that comes in and out of the family. So he's mine. So. Okay. Wonderful. So at this point in your life, Jess, do you, what suggestions would you give listeners as far as what you've learned and what you've done? to feel joyous? I would say the most important thing is listening to your body's signs and symptoms, right? Um, and I say that all the time being a doula, like when I go into, and we'll talk about that in my doula journey as well. I say it all the time to my moms, like, you know your body, you know how you feel, listen to it, do what it says, right? And that's kind of, you know, after reading, I, I read this article um, and it said food by blood type, right? And I was reading the article and I just came across it and it was saying how because of my blood type, I can't have like certain meats. The only meats that my body can really process are lamb and goat and rabbit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so I'm on the right track anyways. Like, I, that's what I eat. Like, I don't eat chicken I don't eat pork I don't eat any of that so like I was able you know fruits vegetables things of that sort I was able to eliminate all of the things that my body was screaming about without actually paying attention to even the scientific evidence 
of oh because you're you know B type you shouldn't have corn you shouldn't have buckwheat like things of that sort so it's like now I'm like I don't eat that stuff anyways you can't have you know gluten things like that I'm like you know I knew that because that's what my body told me thanks for just verifying and so that's one thing that I say is listen listen to your signs and your symptoms you know you know you you do you just have to put your desires aside um because your desires yeah like your desires they can be strong but they're not always healthy and good for you and the desires then start changing so sometimes it's just a matter of a nudge try this try some changes and then people start recognizing oh this link between what i'm consuming on a day-to-day basis really does impact my physical and mental and emotional health yeah yeah you'll start noticing as you begin to cut things out i haven't had soda in years like since i was a little child years and everybody looked at me like i was crazy because i was a little kid who decided that i wasn't having soda because i thought i was kind of being healthy that was like one thing i was like listen i know soda is bad because it has high fructose corn syrup i knew that as a kid right it's it's laced in everything but i knew for a fact that soda was not for me and you know i was that odd kid out who's like no i don't want a soda right and so it, it takes that little step, right? And I noticed a huge change even just taking that out. So sometimes you got to start small. Absolutely. And once you start small and start eliminating small, you kind of get that boost of energy. And you get you get that boost of encouragement um, because you'll start seeing the change. And by you seeing that change, you're going to want to see more changes. Right. Yes, uh, it is. It is. But you're right about the fact the journey starts somewhere and it might be a small step, but you're absolutely right that that small step can help you to motivate you to persevere. Yes. Absolutely. And that's what it's about. Perseverance, continuing on through everything. Perseverance is important. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I would encourage them to do. I would encourage them to set aside their their thoughts of what they think they want and listen to their body on what they need. Beautiful. That's a great way to step down now on this portion of our health and wellness podcast. I do want to say for listeners, if you have questions for Donna, because she will be speaking in future podcasts, you can email any questions at journey through health and wellness all spread it all spelled out at gmail.com yeah and i want to thank jonna you were so articulate about your journey and it's been very rewarding for me listening to you and i'm sure for people that are listening they felt the same reward you do you radiate a sense of joy so thank you thank you it was great being here um I can't wait to see you next week.